On this episode of Twisted and Misunderstood, the Paranormal Podcast by Dominic and Alison Zenden. On this episode, I'll be talking about mediumship and my daily work reading for people who seek out or find a way to contact me. As a working medium, I tend to actually try to help anybody who comes my way. But having said that, sometimes it works out and other times it doesn't work out. So stay tuned and listen to this episode of Yesterday's Mediumship. Hello, my name is Dominic Zenden and I'm going to share with you Yesterday's Mediumship Readings. Now, each day I only book two appointments. I don't believe in putting time constraints on each reading. It takes as long as it takes. And some days that may be half an hour. Other days it can be all morning or all afternoon. So on this episode of yesterday's mediumship, I'm going to talk about the lady who went to spirit and they sold her house and the consequences of that. And then I'm going to talk about the the couple. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say young married couple, but they were in their forties who came to see me yesterday without really too much enthusiasm, and it became very apparent after a short distance why there was no real enthusiasm for seeing someone like myself. The first reading was for a bright, young, tall, blonde lady who came knocking at my door with a really strong Liverpudlian accent. Her, her dress was immaculate, her makeup perfect, but her eyes, I always think the eyes tell the story of a person, were very sorrowful. As we sat together and started to get bombarded with messages and pictures, the first thought for me was of a house in a suburb of Manchester. They gave me the suburb and the street name, which I won't repeat, but the house was one of the back-to-back terraces you may have seen on Coronation Street and took me inside. It was a very small, very dark, a little bit damp, but immaculate. The house was absolutely spin. It really did shine. Everything was clean and tidy. And although the outside, you could actually see the grey skies and the almost the depressing sort of state of the the roads, it, it always seems to be a little bit like that when you look at these northern streets. And I'm sure that if you live there, you'll understand exactly what I mean. But this lady was bright and keen, and she came through by name and shared with me that she was this lady's grandmother. And the grandmother that brought up this lady from very young so they had quite a good relationship in fact she had allowed her to do far more than what a parent would have allowed and i think that sort of relationship grows with grandparents and grandchildren the girl was shown to me as a youngster a bit of a tomboy playing football kicking the ball around in the streets with our friends and the, the little bits of memory came through of how they used to do things together and have long evenings talking and helping one another. But the thing that mattered for this lady in spirit was not the fact that um, she wanted to talk to her, her grandchild, 
It was the fact that she wanted to tell her how angry she was about the house that she had lovingly cared for over 70 years. The house had recently been sold and the young couple who moved in had not been the same people as she was. They had long nights where they had parties and loud music. They hadn't taken care of anything. In fact, what it came down to is that they had trashed this lady's house. Now, okay, we know it's been sold, but spirits still stake around. And this lady had obviously been keen to watch what was going on within the, where the house was going to. And she wasn't that happy. The lady sat with me, couldn't do a thing about it. She knew what was coming through and she knew what she meant. But having told her all the things that were going on inside her house, as she saw it, the, the lady was a little bit easy when she actually started talking about the friends that they had together, the people that they knew, and also the connections that they still keep. So she knew a little bit about this lady's life too. So the connection was a nice one. This lady was, I think, enthralled by the messages and the contact. And like all my readings, as I sit and talk with the people that come through, I don't ask questions. I just give out the information. And this reading lasted over an hour and a half with me just talking. So by the time that I finished, my voice is normally very hoarse. And I think people realize that the effort that goes in to making that that situation occur, mediums work very hard to get the, the information. But once you start to flow, the information becomes much easier. It becomes much simpler. It's like if someone doubts or is a little bit sort of reluctant, it, it stops the actual way that the reading works. It's a bit like putting a dam in a river. Your, your feelings and your thoughts all get caught up and you don't know which one to go to first. So when people allow you just to talk, it's so much simpler. The only problem with just talking is that it takes an hour after the sitting to talk about all the things that have come through. And people like nothing more than to sit and talk about their memories, the times they shared, and the people that have come through and made contact. And that's why, especially like yesterday, we make time for that. It's a time to actually sit and talk and share. The people that come through to me are nobody to me. They've been people in their own life. And if I hadn't have been a medium, I would have never had no contact with them. But I do think there is a duty to the people that actually pay me to talk to their past relatives to be able to give those people as much time and attention as I possibly can. This young lady left happy. She left with a big smile on her face. Her eyes seemed to sparkle again. They weren't so down. They weren't so glazed over as as I like to think. And I think this may have given her something more than just a reading. I think it actually allowed her to see that life is eternal and life does never, ever, ever end. If you enjoyed yesterday's mediumship 
you might like to know that on my website, MindSight, which is M-Y-N-D-S-I-T-E dot org, O-R-G, there are written accounts of every day's mediumship. Every day I will sit and write up the yesterday's readings. So there's an archive of around about 50 readings available if you'd like to go and visit. And if you would like to come and see me or visit me, there's also a form on that website so you can fill it out and request an appointment. This second reading from yesterday was a little harder for me as a medium. I always notice how people feel or what mood they're in. I can tell if someone likes me or doesn't like me. And that can be really tough, especially when you're going about your everyday life and walking into a shop and the shopkeeper isn't quite as attentive or a little bit grumpy and you feel their their moods, their vibration. And it can leave you feeling a little bit isolated because you don't always know how to cope with people when they're in their own worlds. Well, yesterday, this young couple, when I say young couple, they're in their 40s, knocked on my door and it was right to sit them down together. It, it felt that they both needed to be a part of the reading. Now, sometimes that's important. Readings don't need to just be one person at a time. They can be multiple people. Some of the best readings I've done are for groups of people from the same family. And we get to have quite a laugh and quite a, a nice connection with spirit when they start to talk about the things and the funny stories and the, the differences that have actually grown up in that family. Well, Yesterday's mediumship with this young couple was about their son. Their son was 21 and he had been really into a lot of things. He'd been into racing cars and mending cars. He was a mechanic and he was training to do the things that he loved doing, which is anything motor vehicle. Well, he was actually killed. And this is why they'd actually ended up knocking on my door because they wanted to make sure that something had happened or something had occurred that was out of their son's control. It was a, a fascinating reading for the wrong reasons, because whenever you lose anybody, it's hard, but I defy anyone to be a parent and find that a child has been lost and not feel real deep sadness the loss of that life as a parent myself you feel responsible for your children even if they're not with you or you don't see them or you don't speak to them you still think of them and that is the same when a child is lost into spirit well i'd say a child this was a young man and in his in his 20s when he passed and he really did want to come through he was knocking on my in a door, as I like to think of it, fairly quickly as his parents sat down with their with their hot cups of tea and their, their biscuits. I know when people really want a reading because the tea and the biscuits never get touched. They just want to listen. And they just want to be intently there with you during the period of the reading. So we actually sat down and the tea got cold, the biscuits got left, and we brought their son through. And he showed me the pictures in my mind, which sometimes can be a little bit difficult to, to watch, of a car going along a bypass. 
and this could have been a bypass to any town it just happened to be a town near where i live and for some reason the car didn't stop it was doing 70 miles an hour and it just drove straight into the back of a parked lorry in a lay-by caught fire and the young man was killed instantly and there's another part of this which i really want to talk about during this reading was the fact that from my experience as a medium the soul is never ever a part of anything other than being released fairly quickly from the body when something like this happens and there's an instant or a difficult situation that's created an accident and then a fire i've actually found that the soul leaves the body fractions of a second before the accident happens and they end up watching the scene almost like a movie and this is what had occurred to this young man he'd actually not felt any pain he'd not actually known anything he just found himself in spirit and he didn't know really why he was in that situation but then things that we actually drive cars and anything that's actually on the road they're machines and as this young man told me he was somebody that was very very good at mending and fixing machines but on this occasion in his hurry to get out he left a couple of things off the brake cable and the brake cable had snapped and he had no brakes so this was something that he said to me if he would have actually been a bit more attentive and a bit less keen to drive this car so fast around the bypass he would have actually popped the clips back on and the cable would have stayed intact and he wouldn't have had to actually stop in the back of a lorry as he so kindly put it the the fact was that it was an accident it was due to lack of understanding of something that actually created it it wasn't a suicide as some people might have thought and it certainly wasn't one of those things that was designed it was a pure one in a million axe chance accident that happened to this young man and he wanted his parents to know this he wanted them to know how happy he had been how he loved doing what he did how cars were his life and that his life was actually so good because they made the time to allow he put all sorts of pictures into my mind apparently he'd been actually doing racing carts at some stage so he could actually become a rally driver he was that keen him and his dad had, had gone quite all over the country in in these competitions for young young rally drivers and they called it kart racing and he talked about the pleasure he got from the kart racing and from the things that he did he also remembered his mum's birthday which had been three days previous which i thought was very current and very very astute of him to actually mention that and the fact that his brother was a big football fan he was able to recall some of the things that he'd done with his older brother so there was lots of really good information that the reading went for a long time I think by the time I actually got down from the table, it was about two and a half hours and two and a half hours where the tea didn't get drunk, the biscuits didn't get eaten. But when we came down and we sat and I was able to talk and exchange because on the mediumship reading, it's not an exchange. It's naturally just at me talking. I was able to sit 
and talk with these people about their son. And they left about five and a half hours after they arrived, which is never a, never a matter. It's lovely for the, to know that people care enough to want to sit and talk and go through the whole reading. It's a way of life for me. It's not a job. And I know for them, their life changed dramatically when their son went out that sunny Sunday afternoon and hit the back of the lorry. And my heart still goes out to them, knowing that these sort of things stay with you for the rest of their lives. I just hope that the reading that I gave them gave them a little bit of solace, and a little bit of um, understanding, and also knowledge that their son had not just been killed, he'd actually survived the actual crash and was still able to communicate through his own words and his own consciousness back to them. My name is Dominic Zenden. Thank you for listening to yesterday's mediumships. I hope you enjoyed them. If you did, please come and say hello on the website, mindsight.org, M-Y-N-D-S-I-E. Te dot org. If you want to send me a message, there's a form on there where you can actually request anything you want. You can ask me questions or even just give me some feedback on the things that I'm leaving here on this particular podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can also do that through the website. If enough of you start to listen to yesterday's mediumship, I will do this on a regular basis. So it's down to you if you enjoy these things to actually come and interact with me. Thank you for listening. Take care. And I look forward to speaking to some of you in the future.